this morning. Go, Rog. Let's see what we can come up with today, buddy. Here it is. Wow, that's a lot of people. Here's the question right on or left out. You know this idea of you saying, well, I go to church. I'm a good person. Well, you know, that might fly with me. But how about God? How about when he knows, when he looks at you, he knows everything about you. He knows if you've been pulling the wool. He knows if one, you're one thing here on Sunday, you're something else somewhere else. Now, we're all sinners and we still struggle. All of us do that. But he knows if your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Did you know that? Yes or no? So we're going to look at it. What do you mean? Well, that's what he did. He told his disciples this incredible story. It's not just a parable, guys. This is a story. This is reality. And he put it cookies on the bottom shelf so we could understand it. So let's go with the special message today from the end of Matthew chapter 25. Right on or left out. Now, Matthew 24 starts with the disciples asking Jesus, say that in the blue with me. What are the signs of your coming and the end of the world? That was their question. What a question. Yes or no? Wow. Come on. And uh, you know what he did? He answered it. And he described what's going to happen even at the end of the tribulation period. Now, we didn't get into a lot in this passage of the tribulation period. But in plain English, what is the tribulation period in the last days? It is seven years of unprecedented anguish and holocaust of pain and hell on planet Earth. Seven years of tribulation. Now, a lot of the church teaches that Jesus will come before the tribulation and rapture his church away. Now, that's a popular view. But I'm going to tell you what, there's a lot of people that are really smart. They've studied the scriptures. And that sounds like almost a, a hope so, wish it'll happen kind of view. Okay? And that's the view I've, I've held to for many years. But I'm going to tell you right now. If I can't see it clear as crystal, I don't hold to much of a view other than I know whatever it is, God's going to be with me. Say that with me. Whatever it is, God will be, he'll be with me. Okay? Then there's the mid-trib view. And then there's the pre-wrath view. And then there's views that the church will also face unprecedented pain and hell and anguish and persecution. Did you know the church is being persecuted today? You might not see it. Because you live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. That's where you live. But most other people on the planet don't live where you live. Did you think they matter too, yes or no? Yeah, a lot more people on the other side of this planet all around us than is in the United States of America. There's unprecedented pain and, and hurt going on now in people's lives. It's crazy. Okay, People are being shut up for their faith, locked up for their faith, butchered for their faith. And Jesus Christ. So the tribulation period. So without me getting into great detail on that, Jesus did allude to something. And he gave a pretty strong answer to the disciples. I don't think the disciples expected what they, they got. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they asked this question. And say this with me. It's important. You might say, I don't know the Bible. Maybe you don't because you're not listening. How about listen? You might learn something today. You hear me or not say, come on. I've learned. You can learn. Let's learn. This answer that Jesus gave concerning his coming again and the end of the world. Say it with me. He gave the what? Longest answer recorded in the, in the Bible. 
to this question, and he took it what? So he took it one step further. So the message today is Jesus taking his answers to the disciples one step further. Got it? So what is that? What is that last part? Well, first of all, this is a very controversial passage in Scripture. Now, when, you say, when I say controversial, oh, does that mean it's not true? No, it's absolutely true. If you've been taught that the Bible is error, it has error in it, you've been taught wrong. The Bible is the inspired Word of God. You're in a church that believes the Bible. Well, I don't like churches like this. Well, you're going to really not like me at all. We're not going to stop doing that. Yes or no? I don't mean to be ugly. I, I, am, I feel and want to pray for also the family of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But I couldn't stand most of her views. Excuse me. Especially when it came to life. Life begins at conception. Life when a woman has a baby in her body. Well, she can have choice to kill a baby. Well, then I guess you have choice to kill your son or your daughter later. Is that what we're coming to? Listen, it's not right. It's, it's wrong. Y'all hear me or not say? And our country shouldn't stand for that. It's horrible. Yeah, but you're taking a woman's right away. You have just been smoking anti-Bible dope. That's what it is. I, I grew up as a hellraiser. It's a wonder that I wasn't aborted. Okay? But there's no other view to the Christian, to the believer in the Scriptures. Did y'all hear me or not say? Yeah, I hope you understand that. Oh, you're getting political. Isn't it sad that now when I say something about the Bible, they mark me as political? That's just a form of persecution. That's what it is. It's a form of telling me to shut up. Well, I'm 58. I'm not shutting up. And we're not shutting our doors. We're not shutting up and we're not shutting our doors. That's just not what we're doing. If they made me do that and they shut us down one day or whatever, you know, I've said it before. Hey, nobody owns me. I'm ready to retire if I have to. But I'm afraid to do that. I think the Lord might go, whoop, Gary. As long as I can serve, I'm going to serve. Amen? But anyway, I know that might sound ugly. It's not ugly. I hope we get somebody on the Supreme Court that will stand for life. You say, is that the main issue with me? Well, it is one of my very, very, very main issues. Guy, a guy accosted me the other day, accosted me. He was sort of a friend, I thought. Ah, I've been nice to you. If I don't just line up with just like they think, all of a sudden I'm garbage. I'm not garbage. And so he just picked on the wrong joker, man. I just, just jumped back on him. Okay? Okay, if you don't believe the Bible, that's you. That's not me. Got it? Say all right? So, this is a controversial passage here. Ah, you don't believe this passage, do you? Well, of course I believe it. Yes or no? Did we understand me now? I know that, Sugar. We might lose 30 people today. Adios. I don't mean to be ugly, but at least you know me, guys. At least I'm me. I'm me. Okay? I'm not trying to be ugly, but it's, it's the truth, man. Come on. I would hope there's plenty of bad. <laughs> But believing the Scriptures shouldn't be one of them. Do you hear me or not? I told somebody this week who wanted to argue with me. I didn't do any. Why do people want to pick me out? I want to argue with me about the Bible being God's Word. And he told me all of the theories. And you know what? It was like he was spitting into the wind. 
That's what I told him. You can take all the breath you got and talk to me about that. It is not going to change me one bit. In the beginning, say verse 1 of the Bible, God created the heaven and earth. Most of our world can't get past verse 1. Yes or no? Come on. I'm ugly already. Roger, I'm sorry. This isn't the way we went over it in my office, is it? Verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. Now Jesus is still talking about Matthew 24, 25. Verse 31. Now, Jesus, I've got some scriptures. One day Jesus is coming. He will sit on the throne of his glory. The Bible says Jesus is the judge. The Father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto his what? He's given him who? Given Jesus what? Authority to execute what? Judgment also because he is the what? Son of man. There's nobody better to judge you and me than Jesus The Son of the living God, the one who came, gave his life on the cross, became a man just like you and me. So so you could be saved. There is no one better to look you in the eye when you say, I don't believe you. You don't believe me. See, you're not talking about something that happened. You're talking to the one that did it. Yes or no? Amen. Isn't it funny? We'll talk about people behind their back, but we won't say it to their face. Well, a lot of people have done that with their life. And one day, they'll have to say it to his face. Do we understand the math so far? Jesus Christ will preside over what is called, this passage right here is called the judgment of the nations. Say that with me. It's called the judgment of the nations. What does all that mean? Well, Christ will be accompanied, this verse teaches, by His holy angels, and He's going to be pouring out judgment. And this is what the disciples asked a question, but boy, it's a lot of stuff going on here. So let's just look at this. The judgment will take place. Now, this is where there's some controversy. It's not controversy about does this happen. It's sort of controversy about when it happens. Got it? Yes or no? It's not controversial to the believer in Christ, is this going to happen? It's just when it's going to happen. It's sort of like the rapture of the church. It's not that it's not going to happen. It's just there's some controversy about what? When it's going to happen. Yes or no? To the believer in Christ, they wouldn't say, if they believe God's word, oh, Jesus is never coming again. Well, then you don't believe the Bible. Yes or no? Amen. So the controversy is not about, is this true or not? It's about when will it happen? The judgment will take place when the Son comes in His glory at the second coming. It's not only my view, it's a view of a lot of people, the overwhelming view of this passage. This is not the rapture that we're going to talk about. Or the snatching away. Do I understand all this? No, and I'm not going to come up here and act like I do. The rapture, the calling out of the church for the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain, say it with me, shall be what? Caught up where? Together where? In the what? Clouds to meet the Lord where? In the air. This passage talks about the Lord being on His throne on this earth. There's a difference. You see that? There's a difference. 
So the judgment of the nations. This is when Jesus Christ comes to the earth, I believe, at the end of the what? Tribulation period. And if I lost you already, you're like, oh my gosh, my head's about to explode. I don't like him at all. All righty. When, where does this judgment take place? When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. He will sit on his glorious throne on this earth. Jesus Christ will come back to earth. Yes. He will come back to earth. Isaiah 9, 7. Say this verse with me. I know it's long, but it's good for you to know some Bible. Say it with me. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon, say it with me, the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with, there's what he does, judgment and what? Justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And there's lots of scriptures I could bring up, but this will happen. This judgment will happen on the earth, I believe, after the tribulation period. Okay? He will reign a thousand years on the earth. How many have ever heard of that before? The millennial return of Christ, the millennial kingdom, a thousand years on this earth. And I know we're like, why are you even worrying about it, Clark? I'm not worried about it. I believe in Jesus. Do you? I don't have to have all the answers figured out. But I know this. I've made a conscious decision in my life. When I don't understand something in the Bible, when I don't know exactly the where and the when and the how and the why, I give God the benefit of the doubt. I think that'd be wisdom for y'all. You don't understand the Bible instead of getting all cocky and acting like you all that. How about you humble yourself and say, you know what? It's not what I don't understand in the Bible that bothers me. It's what I do understand that I have trouble with. Amen. Say. Okay? So I don't stand in judgment over God. So, but you can have beliefs and ideas about when this takes place. The judgment of the nation will take place at the very beginning, I believe, of his thousand-year reign on this earth. Called the judgment of the nations. Amen? Let's take a quick poll. How many have never heard a message on the judgment of the nations? Be honest. Don't lie. You could get struck dead. Okay? Just playing with you. Here we go. I didn't think so. Let's look at it. Who will be judged at this judgment? Verse number 32. And before Jesus, him, shall be gathered all what? And he shall separate them from one another. Say that last part with me. As a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Okay? So who will be judged? All nations means peoples, not countries. It means peoples, all nations, all peoples of the earth will be judged by the Lord. At this judgment, there will be believers in Jesus. What? After the tribulation period, there will be believers in Jesus. Yes. As well as non-believers on the earth after the tribulation period. There will be believers at this judgment. Those who have believed in Jesus Christ will reign with Jesus for a thousand years. Very controversial passage. But those who have refused to believe will go to hell. How quick? Seems this is the prevailing thought in the scriptures. 
Before him shall be gathered all the nations. He shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. Are y'all hearing me? You know the title today, right? Right on or left out? Right on or left out? Where did we get the title from? The sheep. Look at him, ain't he cute? Say that verse number 33 with me. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the I don't like Jesus. He doesn't like goats. Excuse me. He created goats. Okay? You didn't do anything with it. He's trying to tell a story. Can you stop judging Jesus? Yes or no? Amen. If you're watching online, you with me or not? Come on. Then shall the king, the king, who is, who's the king? Say his name. Does it say in the book of Revelation, say it with me, King of and Lord of, Lord, say it again with me, King of kings and Lord of lords. So who's on the throne? Take a wild guess. Jesus, oh, he's just a good fella. He was just a good teacher. Well, he sure got a big promotion, didn't he? No, he's the son of God. That's who he is. Then shall the king say unto them on what hand? The right hand. Come and be blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he says this to those who are believers. He says this to those who he says, come on my right hand. Enter the kingdom. For I was hungered and you gave me drink. And you gave me meat. Excuse me. I was thirsty. You gave me what? Drink. I was a stranger. You took me in. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. I was in prison. You came unto me. Then shall the who say? Okay. Sheep. Backside. Got it? Saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and took you in? Or naked and we clothed you. When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily, I say unto you, In so much as you have done it unto one of the least, my what? Say that with me. My what? One more time. My what? You've done it unto me. What does that mean? It must mean a lot because... It was pretty a big deal. Okay? He called them the righteous. Let's look at it. So who are these sheep? They are believers in Jesus Christ. They are true believers. This is a judgment, I believe, takes place after the tribulation period. Now you might say, well, Clark, I'm not even sure I'm going to be here for that. Well, I ain't sure you ain't. You just need to, you just need to see what you can learn today. How about that? These are true believers, and the evidence of their relationship with Jesus Christ was truly manifest. Say it with me. In what they what? It's never what you do that takes you to heaven. But what you do speaks volumes about what you believe. Did you hear me? It's funny today. It's funny. Excuse me. We can canonize somebody, make them out to be a saint, when you voted repeatedly for the death of children. You're not a saint to me. 
Did you hear me? Yes or no? Hey, here's the good news. None of us are. How about that? But, but when he saves us, he does call us saints, doesn't he? Yeah, he does in his word. Who are these sheep? Well, six things these sheep did. Okay, let's just check us out. Here they go. They gave food to the hungry. They gave drink to the thirsty. They gave hospitality to who? They gave clothes to the who? They visited the sick. They befriended those even in where? In prison. So we're learning a little bit about it. These true believers in Jesus, say that with me. They had what? They had what? Faith in action. One more time. They had what? Faith in action. A lot of churches in our country today, especially if a pastor gets up in certain churches today and talks like I do, they will run him off. Do you know that or not, say? <laughs> That's how sad it is today. You can attempt to preach a passage in Scripture, be strong in the Lord on the Word, and I'll tell you what, we just, our, if these aren't the last days, I don't know what is. When the church becomes so anemic and weak that we don't stand for the Scriptures. Hereby perceive we the love of God, John says, because He laid down His life for us. Say that part with me. We ought to lay down our lives for the who? For the brethren. But whoso has this world's goods, he sees his brother has need. He shuts up his bowels of compassion from him. How dwells the love of God in somebody like that? That's plain English. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue. But how about we do it in this? Say that part. But in what? Deed and in what? Truth. And hereby we know we are of the truth. This is how you know you're of the truth. Church. I'm a good person. There's some other test other than that. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe if you died today, you know you'd go to heaven? You know him today as your Savior and Lord? Have you repented of your sins, your own way, your own life, and turned to Christ in repentance and faith and in humility and said, God save me a sinner. Have you done that? And has it works not to save you, but evidence that you're a child of a living God? Yes or no? Good questions, I think. What do y'all think? I can't believe you're prying like you are today. It's my job. My little children, let us not love in wordy. We know we're of the truth and shall show our hearts before him. Yes, thank you, buddy. Now here's the question back to Matthew 25. Who did these sheep righteous do this for? My what? The king answered, said, Verily I send you in so much, you've done it unto one of the least of these, my what? My brethren, you've done it unto me. So who, after the tribulation period, or during the tribulation period, during hell on earth, during unbelieved persecution and, and everything like that on this planet, who did they do this for, my brethren? Say that with me. They did it for the who. See, they did it for the who. Did you know, do you know the Jewish people are God's people? You know that, right? You know they're God's chosen people. Did you know that or not? Say. You going to take the Old Testament and just throw it in the garbage? Yes or no? You know Jesus was Jewish. You know that, right? See? Did you know during the tribulation period, two-thirds of the Jews will be slaughtered? Two-thirds of the Jews will be slaughtered. But so is two-thirds of all people. But the Jewish people are going to be slaughtered. You might say, Clark, nothing like that could ever happen. It will never happen. 
How many are old enough to remember the slaughter of the Jews in our world? Can I see? How many, how many of you, you, whether you were living or not, you sort of vaguely remember the Holocaust. Let's take a quick question. This is a trivia question in case you go on TV. How many Jews were killed? Blank million. One, two, three, say it. Isn't it funny? You know the answer, don't you? To say this won't happen, to say this can't happen, to not see Israel right now in the world totally surrounded by Muslim nations, to see some peace trying to be made, which is a good thing. I'm telling you what, guys. This peace being made, it might not fly. Did you hear me? It might really tick other people off. How many think Iran's happy about it? Yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? I'm trying to say this, the stage is set. Do I know when Jesus will come again? Absolutely not. But I can say this. It looks like the players and the pieces of the puzzle are there. It shall come to pass that in the land, says the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die. Other scripture. But the third shall be left. I will bring the third part through the fire and will refine them as silver is refined. I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name. Israel is in the land today in unbelief. Most Jewish people today do not believe in Jesus Christ. Many of them don't believe in God at all. And many of them because of the suffering that their ancestors have gone through. There's a, there's a lot of darkness there. And a lot of us could understand that. Being annihilated, wiped out as a people. Unbelievable. I'll bring the third part through the fire. I'll refine them as silver is refined. I'll try them as gold. They shall call it my name. My name. I will hear them. I will say, it is my people. And they shall say it with me. Say, the Lord is my what? My God. So, a little bit of controversial passage today for us. I'm almost done. i got to be. Two-thirds of all Jews will die. Those who refuse the Antichrist will face what? Have you ever heard during the tribulation period, if you don't receive the mark of the beast, you won't be able to what? Buy, sell, or get gain. Isn't it interesting? There's some stores you can't go in right now if you don't have a mask on. How far a leap is that if you don't have this a card? Have you seen recently they're running out of coins? you don't have a card today, you're about shot already. Yes or no? Amen. Say, cash? What's that? A lot of people have thought once we get away from a cash society to a cashless society, there's nothing you can do. Control is way beyond your means now. Yes or no? Amen. Well, I'll call 1-800, get my card back. I'm sorry. We say no, you've got nothing. I'm not trying to be hyper today. But I think it's the world in which we live. The Jews will be hated, hunted down, and they will be exterminated. Has that ever happened in history before? Somebody say yes or no. Can it happen again? Certainly those assisting them will do so at their own what? You know what uh, Muslim countries who hate America, they call... They want to push Israel into the sea, and they call us, if you know the answer, fill it in, the great blank. Satan, you know the answer, just from your news. This isn't the Bible. This is your news. Wow. 
Jesus says to the true believers, those who do right, regardless of the consequences. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come be blessed of my father and hair, the kingdom prepared for you, which from the foundation of the world. That's right on. How about left out? And I'm late. Who wouldn't be late? This is a crazy message. Oh, ain't he cute? Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into everlasting fire. Prepared for the devil and his angels. You know, modern view today among the church folk is this. You don't believe in that part about hell and brimstone and fire. There's a whole vast number of people in our, in our world, in our church, in our country that don't even believe parts of the Bible. You can say what you want to. This will happen. I was hungry, you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I wonder about the unborn children today that are crying. You sat by, you pulled a lever for people who voted, who, who were voting to do this. You pulled that lever, you, you filled in that blank. That's pretty tough preaching, isn't it? When is the church going to be the church? When are we going to be a righteous people and stand up? If we can't stand for innocent human baby life, we're pretty pathetic. These are people standing for the Jews. They didn't do it. I was a stranger. You didn't take me in. I was naked. You didn't clothe me. I was sick and in prison. You didn't visit me. Then says... Then they shall say, Lord, when did we, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty? When did you see your stranger or naked or sick or in prison? And we didn't, we didn't minister. In so much as you did it not to one of the least of these, you didn't do it for me. It's quiet in here. That's the beauty of God's word. It will stop you in your tracks. If you'll let it. Amen. Don't harden your heart today. These shall go away into everlasting punishment. But say that last part with me. But the righteous unto what? And there might be you in the room. Are you watching? Are you listening on radio? You might say, well, that's just, you just a wish kind of person. You just one of them crazy smoking Christian stuff, crack junk guy. No, I learned this from the Bible. I showed you the Bible today. If you're watching online, you saw it. If you're on the radio, you're just going to trust me that all the scriptures are on the screen in front of a live audience. We're not doing this in secret, guys. Yes or no? The goats, who are they? Help me, Raj. The goats are unbelievers in Jesus Christ. There's plenty of goats today, too, by the way. And I'm not slamming goats. Don't be mad at me. There is no evidence of a true relationship with Jesus Christ because they do not know him personally. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Is that in the Bible? Yes, yeah, in the Bible. Many will say unto me that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, and your name cast out devils, and your name done wonderful works? Just like the wedding. Remember the wedding passage? And then will I profess unto to you, say it with me, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work what? Iniquity. Amen. Seven characters they're going to possess. They'll claim to be Christians. What do we learn from this last passage? And we'll quit right here, Roger. Let's pop the seven up. What's the difference between the righteous and the unrighteous? The sheep, the goats. Well, here's their, their, here's their beef. Here's what they say. They claim to be Christians. That's what they did. They know the truth and don't act on it. 
They hide and are ashamed and afraid. Their belief doesn't affect their heart. They are damned by their lack of faith. They deny Jesus. So he what? Guys, let's quit right there. They immediately go to eternal punishment. Now that's a tough passage, isn't it? Yes or no? But we finished Matthew 25, whether you like it or not. Okay? You've been to the doctor before and he didn't give you the answer you wanted? I went this week for a knee at, uh, MRI. But I thought I might have to have a knee replacement. Sometimes the news is better than you think. I got a torn meniscus. But that's okay. We can fix that a lot better than I can a knee replacement. Here's the point. When you stand before the Lord, there ain't no fixing. Right on or left out. Any questions? Let's praise the Lord for His Word. We're done. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's a strong word today.